What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another quick one for you today. Dubs get ready to play the Rockets with no KD. Clay Thompson apologizes, and Draymond says it's whatever. All that coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's going on? Dubs getting ready to take on the Houston Rockets tonight without Kevin Durant, who we all saw sprain his ankle uh, in the last game against the formidable Phoenix Suns. Ugh. The Suns. A loss to the Suns. Anyways, moving on. He is out tonight against the Rockets at Houston. Uh, 6.30 tip-off. Be sure to check it out. Steph and everyone else is good to go. Bogut not in town yet. Looking like he will be there for the OKC game uh, on Saturday. So they'll have two days off after this game. Which is nice. Hopefully they use them correctly. But uh, tonight's game against Houston... I. The only thing that matters right now with the Warriors, well, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. The two things that matter right now with the Warriors are getting right, playing good basketball, and then the second one is maintaining the number one seed. And if the the most important one is the first one, playing good basketball, playing Warriors basketball, playing with a sense of urgency, getting ready for the playoffs, etc. It is clearly the most important one. But on top of that, the thing is, if they start doing that, the second thing, maintaining the one seed, will take care of itself. Still one game up on the Denver Nuggets. Houston is three and a half games behind them, so this game tonight is still pretty important as far as the standings go. But... I don't know. That's still a lot, even with playing tonight. So if Houston wins tonight, they'll be two and a half back. It's still tough to see them catching, but who knows? They've been playing great basketball for the last month and a half. So we'll just have to wait and see. But 16 games left in the season starting tonight. The Warriors have to start playing better. If they win tonight, start putting together some some good games, some good effort, some playoff level effort. The one seed will take care of itself. If they continue to struggle, especially in these next four games where they take on Houston, OKC, San Antonio, and Minnesota, I don't know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible, you guys. Wasn't that that corny Garnett uh, postgame line? Anything is possible. That was so cheesy. That was so cheesy. Anyways, tonight's game. (laughs) No KD. Steph been struggling ever since the All-Star break, shooting 36% from three since the All-Star break, 31% from three in his last eight games. 
He's been struggling. There's no there's no way around it. He hasn't been playing well. And especially in the first quarters, a lot of offers in those first quarters. Does KD's absence kind of get him to lock in? We'll see. Wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Uh, knowing that it's kind of his show. Not that he defers to KD so much, but just, you know, that he can just kind of take over when he wants. But again, who knows? And no KD against a team like the Rockets hurts. The Rockets are damn good. They really are. And I give Daryl Morey credit uh, because he had to patchwork this team throughout the season, and they've it's worked. It's worked. The additions of Austin Rivers, who we can all clown. It's one of my favorite pastimes ever, clowning Austin Rivers. But that is an addition that has worked. Uh, Daniel House, who just re-signed, or just got his... Um, excuse me, his two-way turned into a, a full, you know, NBA, standard NBA contract. That worked. You know, Gerald Green has worked out for them. Kenneth Fareed has been great for them. So the way that he's put together this roster on the fly, on the move, uh, you know, you can throw him on Chumpert in there too. And that they've played well, you know, shouts to them. But at the same time, it's mostly about the fact that James Harden is a top player in the NBA and then Chris Paul, ever since his injury, has come back and and played a lot more like Chris Paul. They still have the same problems once the playoffs start. Will James Harden uh, get exhausted at a certain point? And the answer throughout his career has been yes. Will Chris Paul get injured at a certain point? The answer throughout his career has been yes. But still, I thought this team was doomed. Uh, from their poor start and from losing a lot of free agents this offseason. And they've done a good job to rebound. So anyways, back to tonight's game. Clay on Harden will be interesting. Harden, I mean, he gets buckets on everyone. So I don't know how much of a difference it makes with Clay on him, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. How much do they put Boogie in the pick and roll? How much do they try and expose him, like, immediately? And on top of that, how much does he play? If they are going after him, how long does Steve Kerr stick with Boogie? until he goes to Kevon Looney or, or Jordan Bell. And not just going one-on-one with Harden, you know, what if Capella's a victimizing Boogie? So we'll have to we'll have to wait and see, but I wouldn't be surprised if Boogie doesn't get a ton of minutes tonight. But who knows? I remember last game they played against the Rockets when they got their asses kicked without James Harden. There was talk of the Warriors wanted James Harden to play so Boogie could get a feel for that style and going up against against Harden. Um, so we'll just, uh, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting. And then do the Rockets pull something later where they say, oh, yeah, we'll sit Harden tonight. Who knows? Who knows, but it's going to be interesting and mostly because I don't know what the Warriors are going to give you. No clue. No clue. How does Draymond react uh, to... You know, the uh, lip-reading gate. How does the whole team react, considering what Steve Kerr said lip-reading gate was actually about? And what it was about, we're going to talk about next. But first, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. That's no lie, you guys. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all the above, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. 
Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with the title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? We're never gonna we're never gonna allow that to go away. Ever. You lose to a 16 seed. We'll, we'll never forgive you. And can Kentucky get back into the final four? If you know the answers, or even if you don't, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone. Even you, multiple bracket guy. That guy's the worst. My bookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business, and they they reach that goal, you guys. It really is that good. And the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking within 48 hours. You get your money quick. Always get your money quick. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash in. Deposit with my bookie today with promo code Locked On NBA for a 50% sign up bonus. You guys, 50%. That's promo code Locked On NBA with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Just finished talking about tonight's game against the Rockets. And as I was stammering through that, basically what I'm trying to get at is it's all about the Warriors, regardless of what happens. It's about whether they can start playing the basketball we know that they're capable of. And that's the most frustrating part with these lulls throughout the season and and watching them not care through 82 games is they're just, they're capable of the best. And it's understandable that the only thing that really matters is playoffs and getting that championship. It's still frustrating throughout 82 games where they just kind of show up and shrug their shoulders. But again, it's all about the Warriors. It's all about them getting right. So we'll see if that can happen tonight and throughout the rest of this road trip. But moving on, Clay Thompson had some odd things to say after the loss to Phoenix, uh, especially after a loss to Phoenix. It was pretty interesting, pretty odd. I I did not understand where he was coming from. Uh, I'll replay it one more time. Here's what Clay had to say about the the fans at Oracle and the environment that they were bringing. Um, and I, I expect our crowd to be a little more into it too. Like, I know it's not the playoffs, but it is our last go around at Oracle. At least you can stand up if something we make a good play, especially in the beginning. We need that energy, especially this time of the year. It's hard to conjure up energy every single night because you're looking forward to the playoffs in that run. So we expect our fans to kind of, you know, bring that from the jump. You can't, I mean, it's like us, though. You can't bring it every night, but still, it helps when it doesn't matter if we're playing the Suns or the well, the Bucks, whoever it is. We need that energy from them because we feed off that. Clay keeps uh, hitting the table. That's what that annoying sound is throughout that clip. But he basically called out the fans for not being into it. And uh, it was just funny coming from them because they pick and choose when to show up, and they lost to the Suns. Like, what What do you want? You want a standing ovation when you lose to the worst team in the league and have shown up for half the game so far this season and are 4-6 and six in your last 10? So it was a weird thing to do, especially considering the situation. If, if they had just put a beat down on the Suns like they are supposed to and people were yawning and leaving early and stuff like that, like, I get it. But, man, that was just the wrong time to do it. And he sent out a tweet today in Clay Thompson fashion. Uh, just pretty, I don't know, man. It's all whatever. None of it really matters. But it was just weird that he called out the fans. And then, you know, three days later, tweets out today. 
I love Dub Nation. We have the greatest fan base in sports. We feed greatly off their energy and Oracle, and I meant no disrespect. Hashtag time to go to work. Hashtag road warriors. So right on. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever. Uh, just play better, please. All of them. Like, that's all it is. That's all it is. But a weird situation, just a completely weird situation with that game against the Suns. KD gets injured. Uh, he was caught saying some things uh, about, you know, we're not playing championship-level basketball, and, you know, this is BS uh, in the, the hallway, uh, limping off the court. Clay calls out the, the fans, and then lip-reading gate where, you know, Kerr says he's tired of Draymond's uh, Draymond. Sh- Speaking of which, Draymond had been asked about it and what he thought, and he took the right angle, whatever you want to call it. He said the right things regarding it and kind of what I thought he would do and what I also think about the entire situation that, of course, anything the Warriors do will be blown out of proportion, uh, but I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought it was pretty standard, and Draymond pretty much said the same thing. No, I don't bother me. It is what it is. You know? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of times coaches are tired of playing. There's times players are tired of coaches. You guys have to clear the air at all? No, nothing to clear. Like I said, I, you know, I'm. Are you surprised? What do you about? What do you think it's about your mentality of like not taking something like that personally? Oh, because someone else's opinion on how they necessarily may feel like getting me to where I am in the first place. So I, I don't really spend my time worried about how anyone feels. Um, I think everyone is entitled to their own feelings and opinions. So I don't I don't take anyone's feelings or opinions personal because it's that it's just that for them. It's personal for them. So who are who am I to feel away about how someone else may feel or feel in a moment? That's human nature, and we all have it. So that's how I'm able to do it. He's been in the league so long now. Are you surprised at how much traction a three second clip like that can have in a news cycle? No, I'm not surprised. Uh, I guess I would be considered a millennial, huh? (laughs) I am considered a millennial. That is the day and age of social media. And I know how it's going to spread like wildfire. So, no, I'm not So, there is Draymond on lip reading Gate. I think we just throw Gate at the end of everything. And that's the funny thing, too, because it's referring to Watergate. It wasn't like a water scandal that they threw Gate at the end on. Watergate was the name of the hotel. So, what I, what am I doing is the real question. Anyways... Back to what Draymond said, and again, I hate that they do those interviews uh, basically on the court in the middle of a five-on-five game with music blasting. 
so it makes the audio tough to hear, but basically what Draymond was saying, uh, the way he's taking it is happens. And I agree with him. Another thing he said is I'm sure there's plenty of times where coaches are tired of players, players are tired of coaches. Uh, I, I don't think it's anything new to know that Steve Kerr is sick of some of Draymond's antics. And also, well, some of the team's antics is what Kerr was basically saying. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. But I'm sure it's not a surprise to Draymond that he can get on Coach Kerr's nerves or, you know, that Kerr can get on Draymond's nerves. So it's pretty par for the course as far as a NBA basketball team is concerned. Um, just the difference is it was caught on camera. And, you know, maybe Steve Kerr should, I don't know, know that he's going to be on camera a lot. He joked about having the laminated sheet uh, to put over his mouth like uh, like football coaches do. But maybe he should, you know, just to avoid something like this or just know not to say things like that. But I, I am glad that Draymond took it the way he did of just, you know, it's pretty standard. It's not a big deal. He was asked if they needed to clear the air. He said, no, the air is clear. Like, this is nothing. Um, because I agree with him. I don't think it is anything. It's just pretty standard par for the course as far as an NBA team's concerned. Uh, Coach Kerr did mention that he was, you know, kind of upset with the fact that the Warriors complained so much about officiating. And, you know, why don't we focus more on playing better basketball than complaining to the officials? And so I'm believe that's where it came from. The whole, the whole deal came from, uh, it'll blow over. I don't think this is going to be the thing that the straw that breaks the camel's back and Steve Kerr and Draymond Green's relationship. So, you know, uh, I agree with Draymond. It's nothing. It's standard. And maybe coach Kerr will try and take some steps to avoid at least being seen saying that he's not going to change his feelings. But I'm sure he'll he'll make an effort to not get caught on camera saying something like that. Going to take a quick break, come back, wrap this thing up for the day. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. Charles T. Hamilton, what's good? Uh, one thing I want to say before we get to league pass picks, and I hope we see over the next 16 games is just one more bench piece show up and play well, because the problem is they're just, they're not whether it's Quinn cook, Alfonso McKinney, Jonas Jerebko, whoever, if Jacob Evans starts getting some run, just one of them start playing well again, find kind of that early season stroke that Jerebko and McKinney had because Here's the thing. People complaining about the depth. I get. But the idea that they had great depth before this year. I mean, who are they missing? David West? Yeah, I would love to have David West back. But that's about it. That's about it. JaVale, maybe. But David West and JaVale, sure. But then you know what else is happening? We're bitching about having too many centers like we did the last two years. So they can't really win as far as the bench goes. They're always going to be you know, uh, bad mouth and talked about being short on the bench, but just one bench player start, start showing up again, start showing some improvement regard. I think the best case scenario would be McKinney cause he's a wing and, uh, they'll find more playing time for a wing over say Jarebko or, or Quinn cook, but just someone, someone 
find something off the bench. Start playing better off the bench because that would be a huge boost for this team. Anyways, moving on to league pass picks for tonight. It's hard not to pick the Warriors taking on the Rockets because of their history, because of the fact the Rockets have beat them three times in a row, because of the fact KD's out, because of blah, 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 because Daryl Morey and Mike D'Antoni like to talk a lot of shit for guys who haven't won anything, but because it really is the best game of the night. We got Rockets, uh, Warriors, uh, definitely that is one of them, and then we'll have to go Thunder Nets. Uh, the Nets have been damn fun this year, man. I like their team. I like how they've rebuilt uh, and how they've what's uh, uh, kind of rebuilt the team while still rebuilding, if that makes sense. They're not rebuilt yet. They still have moves that they can make and still want to get better. But you can see the, the, the plan that they had while trying to rebuild, and it's worked out damn well. Uh, so, yeah, Nets, Thunder, Warriors, Rockets. Besides that, it's a lot of... You know, Grizzlies, Hawks, Pistons, Heat, Jazz, Suns, and Magic Wizards. So I'll pass on all those. Uh, Check those games out tonight, though, the ones I mentioned. And come back tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. (laughs) Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.